Hello, welcome. So I just want to take a moment and acknowledge the amazing magical women who have joined me over on Patreon and to say thank you. So thank you, Shauna Donovan, Mary the Spiritual Adventurer, Amanda Scopin, Lonise Ellis, Leandra Kettlecamp, and uh, Karen Cacciatore, Kelly Sue Hornsby, Ann Hawkins, and Lorraine Dills. Thank you, thank you. Uh, Lonise's last name is not Ellis, I don't think anymore, <laughs> but she's on here as Lonise Ellis. So thank you, beautiful, magical women, for being a part of Patreon, for being a part of the community, for creating space to go on this journey with me and to create an incredible magical experience together. So uh, if you would like to be a part of this amazing community over on Patreon, you can go to patreon.com forward slash magical mothering. Today, April 15th, we are at the last day of the waxing gibbous. And the waxing gibbous has been a really interesting moon phase. Um, we're only 15 days into this um, 384 day journey. I'm going to be doing 13 at least. I'm going to be doing 13 29 and a half day moon phase cycles over the next 13 months. Um, and so if you'd like to join in this, you're not too late. We've got a lot of moon phases left to do. If you wanna start off at the first of the month, you can do that. Um, just know that Patreon does charge you when you join and then we'll charge you again at the first of the month. So if you join right now, you'll get charged today and then at the first of the month as well. Um, so just wanna give you a little bit of warning about that. So hi, Lisa, welcome. How are you this morning? <sighs> Last day of the waxing gibbous and this has been a really interesting, now that we've done two phases of the moon, um, we're just getting started and I'm already noticing the, the drastic differences that each moon phase has. Um, I've been feeling a little extra sleepy during this waxing gibbous, kind of like a teenager. You know, I'm not sure if you've noticed that in yourself as much. Um, there's this aspect of really getting exploration and some rebellion happening and then pleasure, really focusing on pleasure because I feel like our teenage selves were really able to embody a pleasure in a way that we as adults and as we've become women and mothers or professionals or whatever it is, as we've grown up and become uh, expected to be in this space of adulthood, um, which I don't know if any of us are really adults. I haven't met very many. Um, I meet a lot of people walking around in, in big kid bodies that um, very much are living out there in our child needs and desires. Um, and we are going to talk a little bit about that today. We're going to talk a little bit about dissociation. Hello, Lindsay. Welcome, welcome. Good morning. Um, so there's this aspect of really allowing 
the rebellion to happen, really allowing for our, to give ourselves this gift of being okay with saying fuck it sometimes and going in a different direction and really exploring some new ideas and new philosophies and new ways of being. Um, And so this is really exciting to be able to say, I'm ready to step into a new space. I'm ready to personally revolutionize or rebirth um, my own being. Yeah, Lindsay's resonating with the the being a little sleepy, sleeping a lot, yep, but up before 10 a.m. today, <laughs> woohoo! Um, yeah, so it's it's an interesting aspect that the moon phases, and people, I find, um, are being more rebellious. They're saying things. They're, I'm noticing on my Facebook feed that there was more fear, and people were coming from a space of their inner child during the first phase, the waxing crescent of the moon. As soon as it went into the waxing gibbous of the moon, people were a little bit more like snappy and uh, judgmental and opinionated and putting their expectations on others. And then this rebellion aspect of you can't tell me what to do. Um, And then I wanna talk today about dissociation. I think so much of us learn as teenagers to dissociate. And so dissociation is really us separating from our physical experiences that we're going through. Um, Good morning, Serena. So as we're learning our about ourselves and really rebelling against the way that we were turned against ourselves as children this is really i'm finding what the fundamental aspects of teenage rebellion is is this rebellion against how we were raised to be and this remembering of who we are or at least this this struggle to find that authentic self again and so we're really butting heads with the authority figures of our lives, maybe with the societal figures of our lives and saying, fuck the system, um, listening to music that is very rebellious or at least expressing some of that cognitive dissonance or anger that we're feeling because we were taken away from ourselves as children and taught to go against our very nature. And then as teenagers, we're really trying to pull that back. And so dissociation is a big part of the teenage years. I mean, look, think about like a teenager with their headphones on, just like zoning out to the rest of the world, totally in their own brain, not feeling their bodies or not maybe wanting to even feel inside of their bodies because there's so many hormonal aspects happening. There's all this kind of turmoil and upset happening. And so as we shift into this space, really honoring dissociation as a coping skill. As I've mentioned before, my dad had multiple personalities or dissociative identity disorder, um, which is what it's now referred to in the DSM, which is the diagnostic criteria for mental health. And so my dad had a dissociative identity. He dissociated in order to cope with life. 
as this being my parental figure, everyone in my household learned this coping skill in one way or another. And whether it was accepted or not, it was a learned coping skill. And I would dare say that the majority of people that had parents that grew up in a traumatic um, childhood passed on the coping skill of dissociation. So if you tend to veg out on Netflix, if you tend to read a lot of books, um, when things get, this is why TikTok works so well, because we can just dissociate and become absorbed in social media. Dissociation is a huge uh, coping skill. When the world gets too intense, we can find a way to cut ourselves off from our physical being, our mental being, and just dissociate for a while. So sometimes people um, have shared with me in my healing sessions that I've done um, that when they were going through a trauma, they could see, they came out of their bodies and could physically see from an outside or above perspective what was happening to them as a child. This is a clear identification and a clear aspect of what dissociation is. So it's really, um, this is where disassociation starts from. And <clears throat> some trauma, especially with sexual assault trauma, this happens a lot. Whereas children, they literally come out of their bodies, their bodies stay there without fighting or moving, just frozen. Um, and then they physically go out of their bodies and can either turn away or look away or see themselves. And this is often how they remember these experiences, not the thing actually happening to them, but them watching the thing happening to them. This is how you know if you've ever dissociated. Uh, good morning, Amanda. Welcome, welcome. So dissociation is a survival technique or a survival coping skill. The world and the, the mass media and technology really utilizes dissociation techniques to control us. Uh, it keeps us in line. It keeps us obedient. It keeps us distracted. So anything that keeps us kind of here rather than broadening and using and remembering our magical selves. So because dissociation was part of the coping skills that I learned as a child, I actually give myself permission to intentionally dissociate. There are times when I'm just kind of working too much. I'm getting into that anxious space. Um, I'm getting overwhelmed with everything that I have to do. And I allow myself to go on social media and just associate for a little bit or go on TikTok or do things. And then other times I, I bring myself in and say, nope, we're going on there. We're going to post a video. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. We've got a timeline. But depending on the needs of what I am needing, I do allow myself to dissociate. And for me, reading is my go-to dissociation. Social media feels like a big waste of time for me. <laughs> um, yet I do get addicted to it at times and do the scrolling. 
but reading is really where I can find a lot of mental stimulation and pleasure and still dissociate from my physical surroundings in a way that is safe, that I'm learning and engaging and getting a lot of mental stimulation so that I can just allow my body to recalibrate in a way that's really relaxing. So I don't tend to read books anymore um, that have a lot of drama or suspense. I tend to read books that are more educational or insightful. I picked up a book um, from the library called Educated. It was about a uh, homeschooled uh, girl who ended up going to um, Oxford and her, her mom was an herbalist and her dad was like, he owned a junkyard, just these average people. And I was like, oh, that's really interesting. I'm gonna read it. And um, it ended up that it was, it was a lot of trauma she was raised in a very emotionally and physically abusive home. Uh, they were Mormon, so she was made to feel less than. There was a lot of uh, cultural and religious aspects and dogma in her own upbringing that caused her to split and dissociate within herself and to have these multiple personalities in a way. And so and it ended up being a really intense book. And I had to just kind of sift through some of my own emotional aspects about homeschooling and whether I'm doing the right thing. And it was a really interesting thing. And it, those books come into my life for a reason, because I'm sitting there dissociating. And yet my higher self is saying, nope, you get to continue doing the healing work. Let's bring up some, some stuff for you. And so um, know that that's okay too. You are always learning. We're always growing. We're always healing. And I'm sure you'll see things on TikTok or Facebook that trigger you or that help your healing journey in either direction. Um, so I just want to say that dissociation is, a, is, an, is okay. Um, the, the biggest part of my healing journey is actually integrating those pieces and parts of me that want to dissociate, which is why I honor my inner child, my teenage self, my, um, the mommy. I have... Um, the mommy monster that we'll talk about um, for the waning gibbous, because there's parts of our adult self um, that are very shadow aspects. And I think it's important to talk about these things. As a teenager, we often see the shadow blaring out. We often see these teenagers that are like angry and just like shouting out their shadows to the world. But as we become adults, we often bury our shadows and so that nobody can see them. And I think it's a really powerful and healing aspect when we allow for all aspects and parts of ourselves to be seen equally, not that one's good and one's bad, but integrating them all fully so that they can all be an integrated part of us. So with that, I would like to talk about mental pleasure today. We've been talking about pleasure and the different aspects of it. And so being able to give ourselves some mental pleasure, I came up with a few ideas on the PDF that's available in the 30 days of moon magic on the Patreon tier. Um, but some of them include like visualizations, which you can find in the magical mothering method videos. Other ones would be to create a vision board. Um, and, you know, really using this third eye aspect of really visualizing, of really being able to mentally uh, integrate those aspects. 
And then on top of that, because it's a pleasure, mentally stimulating, but then pulling it down all the way into your root. This is something that is really... Uh, our cat was just climbing on the roof and it just like slid off the roof. So that was a very mentally stimulating visual of like cat screeching, falling down. Um, so Amanda shares, I am secretive as part of my shadow self. Yeah, absolutely, Amanda. And that's a, that's a huge part of seeing, you know, what aspects of ourselves do we need to keep safe? right? What aspects of our shadow self, what aspects of our being do we actually need to protect um, or keep over here, right? Because they're not necessarily safe to share or show. Um, and I think all of us really secret, you know, make secret our shadow selves. Um, because our shadow selves are not something that we really want to show to the world. Um, it's interesting. My daughter uh, very much resonates with the villain characters or the mean girls or the bad girls in movies and shows. Um, and I find it so incredible that she is not scared of that part of herself, that powerful, um, what could be manipulative or seen as evil, right? Um, she's not scared of that. And she, she very easily wears that as her identity without judgment, without shame. Um, if it gets like nasty towards somebody else, I call her out on it. But it's an interesting thing how we look at a lot of these shadow parts of ourselves and the media portrays them as the evil person, right? Or the bad guy. But in a spiritual or esoteric aspect, there is no such thing as the good guy or bad guy. Um, they're all an energy. And so how do we portray our own shadow selves as maybe the good or bad parts of us that we're shaming or shadowing or not allowing to come out? But if we did, you know, maybe we would actually be more successful in our businesses, or maybe that part of us would actually be able to set really good boundaries, or maybe that part of us would be really good at telling people what they need to hear rather than sugarcoating it or whatever. So it's a very interesting thing when we allow for our children, especially to illuminate those aspects or parts of ourselves that maybe aren't serving us to be hidden away anymore. Uh, Lindsay was saying, I need a new board. Um, yes. And the, uh, the new moon is definitely the time to be creating a vision board. Um, and so maybe starting to think about things like that in, pre in preparation and getting all the materials and things cut out to create that vision board for the new moon. Uh, Amanda's been saying I've been doing collage a lot uh, to see what pops out. Yeah, absolutely. Or if you wanted to do this with each of the moon cycles, um, really allowing for your inner child to have a piece of the uh, aspects 
or um, decorate some of it and then have your teenage self decorate some of your vision board, then having your adult self and then having your higher self come in and actually doing a, a, a vision board with each of the moon phases would actually be really cool too. So that's something that would give like mental pleasure of really integrating and pulling out all of these different parts and pieces. And then, you know, maybe having your shadow just make a vision board. What would your shadow vision board be? Which would, I like now saying that I'm like, ooh, that seems like a very mentally pleasurable experience because how often do we give our shadow selves free reign to create and vision and imagine and be a part of our unraveling and our everyday experience? I've had great insight just collaging. I love that. I love that. I I have not done much collaging or vision boarding. Um, in high school, I had a friend that we would like, we had a notebook that we would journal back and forth to each other with. And she collaged everything. Like it was so incredible, just like how she did the journal and then some pages she would just do. And I was always like in awe of her collaging abilities. Um, and so I think we all have different aspects and ways that we express ourselves. So seeing and playing with a variety of, of resources is really incredible. Um, I feel pleasure in my body when I have someone do face paint or my hair. Um, yes, a dark side board. Yes, or um, you know, like the moon, the moon aspect, the dark or the shadow side of us. Um, that sounds really fun. So maybe that'll be the the theme for next month because that that actually sounds like it'd be extremely pleasurable. Okay. Um, yeah, I agree, Amanda. I love having my hair done. I often, my kids are nine and 10 now. So I often have them brush my hair for me. And it just, I, it, it's so pleasurable, right? It's so stimulating and nurturing and comforting to have being taken care of like that. Um, so as we begin to release the waxing gibbous phase of this moon, I'm excited to allow for this phase to gently and easily release the, the need to be rebellious, the need to like punch out with my words at people, my need to uh, create space of like uh, dealing with all of this stuff. And I'm excited that I get to put that away knowing that next month I will have a full six days of being able to relish in it again. I, I'm just really loving the moon phases in that they give us this time to really like open up these centers and spaces of ourselves and then we can kind of close them and and allow for them to rest and integrate and be restored in this beautiful process every month um and so this uh this full moon which i'm going to be doing tomorrow i'm going to do a special facebook live at 6 p.m central so that'd be 8 p.m pacific 
and 5 p.m. Eastern. And then if you're somewhere in between. Um, and I'm going to do a special full moon uh, gathering tomorrow. And it's the, the theme is going to be rebirth. And it's going to be centered around our soul chakra of what it is that our soul chakra is really desiring to rebirth, what our soul chakra is really allowing the rebirth, and then with the full moon to really um, resonate and be in the, the pregnant, like the pregnancy, the, the embodiment, the fullness of who and what we are since we've now pulled in our inner child and our teenage selves and really doing some integrative work with the full moon. Uh, Lindsay shared in my 20s when I did it, speaking about collaging, yes, prior to including spirituality and goals into it, I see my shadow side in that collage book. Oh, interesting. So it was a way for kind of your subconscious to come out in visualization and to speak its truth subconsciously. That's very cool. Um, Amanda shares, I just get to sit there and have their attention without having to have the pressure of giving. Mm. You get to receive. Yes, I think there's so few opportunities in our present culture that we get to simply receive receive just to receive because we're human because we're a sovereign being and this is really the goddess culture really um, ushers in a new paradigm around gifting and receiving versus giving and getting or giving and taking um, the gifting and receiving aspects really speak to my nature. They really speak to the truth of what is versus this paradigm of giving and taking and expectations and kind of all the things that go along with the uh, present day warrior God culture. So um, if you'd like to further this discussion, uh, please hop over onto Patreon, kind of share some insights. Uh, Patreon also allows you to share pictures in that space. And then Discord is a really easy app to download, and it's a conversation style forum. You can download pictures. I have all the um, like we're, we're having a lot of conversations and discord continued from this and it's a really safe space to share um, because it's like a conversation style completely private forum just for the women in the patreon uh, and then on magicalmothering.com I also am listing and um, sharing the daily transcriptions audio uh, recordings of these, and then the daily PDFs that have all the questions, the gratitude aspects, all the details about each moon phase that you get when you sign up for the 30 days of moon magic in the Patreon tier. So thanks for being here present, ladies. Thank you, Lindsay and Amanda. Um, thank you for those who joined in. Thank you for, again, uh, I mentioned each of your names at the beginning of this um, Facebook Live. Um, for those who have joined in the Patreon, but again, know that your contribution and your support is 
very, um, I'm very grateful for it. And thank you for gifting me and being able to receive this content back. So I will see you all tomorrow, Saturday, April 16th at 6 p.m. Central for the full moon gathering um, that will have the theme of rebirthing and will be uh, kind of focused on the soul chakra chakra. Okay, so see you tomorrow. Uh, all of that information, um, if you want the link, there's an event in the Magical Mothering Facebook group for tomorrow. And then there's also an event link in the Discord group if you're a patron. All right, so I will see you tomorrow. Have a blessed day and enjoy this last day of being rebellious and letting your shadow side uh, have its fun and play its games. Goodbye.